welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. Hey guys in podcast world, how's it going today? Hope you're having a great day and week. We're getting hit with our last few days, well, they tell us our last few days of summer here in Seattle. Had a nice 84 degree day today, clear skies, beautiful, um, just wonderful out here. You don't need anything but uh, shorts and a tank top on days like today. And because we get so much rain on the other times of the year, this is fantastic. We've earned it. So that's what's going on here. What I want to talk about today is how to run without pain. And this could also be like how to run better. So maybe if you don't have pain, but you just don't like running, this would also apply to you. It's really just going to be about running. And I'm going to do my best to kind of describe what I'm talking about. Even though we don't have video here, I understand that. But hopefully you can follow along. And if you have any questions, you can always hit me up at joe at allaroundjoe.com. But before I get into that, I want to give you guys a heads up that this podcast or on this podcast, we are giving a huge shout out to Azuda Coconut Oil. And if you guys haven't seen any of my Facebook, uh, Twitter or Instagram posts, I drink this stuff uh, pretty much on a daily basis. I'll take a couple of swigs of it, cook with it, put it on my skin. It's the best coconut oil that I've ever come across. And the cool thing about it is uh, my buddy Tyson actually was the one that started showing this coconut oil to me and telling me about the differences between different coconut oils. It's organic, but there's definitely some differences from one organic coconut oil to the other. Um, The first and probably the coolest thing about it is that it doesn't, they don't use any chemicals at all. The other thing is that they actually smell all the coconuts to make sure the coconuts aren't rancid. Most coconut oil companies will just throw in all the coconuts and you get some good ones with the bad ones, but these are fantastic. Um, The coconuts are washed a few, I believe three times um, just using regular water and the whole process is actually considered raw. So the coconuts are never heated above uh, their actual natural temperature of in the wild of 113 degrees over in Thailand there it gets hot so the thing that actually sold me on this coconut oil is I had um, a taste test or I was doing a taste test with the founders of Zuda coconut oil and they just were like hey you know we know you do eat very healthy and we want you to try a couple things and give us your feedback so I tried a few of these coconut oils and it was way clear that the Zuda coconut oil was so much better than the other brands that uh, were being tested. And so the difference is that it's kind of weird when you had the the Zuda, it actually made you feel kind of good. Like when you ate it and, uh, and all it is coconut oil, (laughs) there's nothing special in there other than coconut oil. Um, but some of the other coconut oils made you feel kind of like downer and not as good and the Zuda had this creamy almost like buttery taste to it and it wasn't too coconutty fragrant which is uh, actually a good sign of, of being high quality coconut oil. So here's the kicker with this is that Zuda coconut oil right now is on Indiegogo. So they're actually taking a little bit of funding to get the company off the ground. I believe in this thing wholeheartedly though so I think you guys should go and check it out. 
You can get to my review, which can lead you to the Indiegogo page by going to allaroundjoe.com slash coconut oil. That's allaroundjoe.com slash coconut oil. And there you'll find my whole story about how I found this Zuda coconut oil and uh, how what my buddy Tyson is doing with that, as well as how you can uh, go get yourself a jar and support the company. So highly recommend it. That's allaroundjoe.com slash coconut oil. Uh, best coconut oil I have literally ever tried. I'm not joking, not exaggerating at all here. This is stuff is the stuff. So check it out. But without further ado, we're going to jump right into the ep- the main episode or main portion of our episode here, how to run without pain. I get this question come to coming to me all the time when I'm walking around the gym. Or it's like people are just telling me how much they hate running, and then I give them a couple of tips on how to run correctly, and they feel significantly better. Maybe not significantly better right away, because as you're learning to use your body in new ways, it doesn't feel great, but once you've learned it, then it feels way better than it did before. And I was taught when I was actually doing my ultra marathons and Ironmans, how to run in the pose, the P-O-S-E running method. So I use a lot of what they use in order to run correctly um, and just try and really, really take as few parts as possible and make it easy for you to learn. The first thing is that you want to have yourself in a good starting position. So a starting position would be standing up very nice and straight with your feet directly underneath your hips, right? And you want your toes pointed forward. It's a big thing. I see a lot of people that will go off running and their toes will be pointed out or externally kind of duck footed. That is not good on your joints. I don't care how comfortable you think that feels for you, but that is not good. In fact, the best way to train for running is, or at least proper running mechanics, is to make sure that you're standing well at, at all their times that you're standing. So you should be standing with your feet about hip width apart, knees slightly bent, hips, I guess, a little bit bent or not, you know, glutes don't have to be totally squeezed, abs slightly contracted, so your core has a little bit of tightness in there, and then shoulders uh, back and, or down and back, I should say, or back and down, or (laughs) back and down is a good way to put that, and then head just stacked on top of those shoulders, right? So in that position, you're actually training yourself to be a good runner, or at least have a good starting position as a runner. Then, if you imagine yourself in that position, just bend your arms so they're at about a 90 degree angle. Then you're going to take just your right foot and you're going to lift it up toward your heel up toward your butt as if you had a string attached from your hip down to the back of your heel. And you just pulled it up so your knee's going to jet forward and your heel is going to come up towards your butt. Okay? And then do it with the left leg so you're just marching in place. What When you're marching in place, like I said, you imagine that you have a string that is attached to the back of your heel all the way up to your hip. And when your heel comes up, it's just like someone is pulling that string up to your hip. Okay? Knees come forward. All right. So marching, I hope you guys are listening to this, you know, on a walk or whatever, and you're stopping and you're doing this marching drill. Can imagine you doing it right now it looks great so from there you're pretty much running 
Now we'll have to speed up your cadence and we'll have to just have you fall forward, but that's how we're going to essentially start the run. The next thing is, or that we'll go into is foot strike. So when that foot comes up, the last thing that leaves the ground is the toes. And when it comes back down to the ground, the first thing that hits the ground is the toes. Okay. And it should stay like that when you're actually moving or running. One of the largest things that I see with people that come to me, my saying they have shins that are hurting, shin splints, whatever. Um, it's common that people that land with their heel first have that shin splint issue. So if we're using our actual calves as our shock absorber, which our body intended, then it's hard or it's harder for a shin splint issue to come into play. It can happen. So if there's people out there like, oh, I, I run like this, but I still have shin splints. There are things that could happen. Like you could have a little tear in your like interosseous membrane there between the bones of your lower leg. Things like that can happen. You could be overtrained and you're just overdoing it and that's why it's happening. So it could happen, but I would say that 95% of the time it's because someone is striking with their heel and then their toes flapping down to the ground is causing extra pressure on that anterior tibialis muscle, the muscle on the front of the lower leg there. So now I've got you marching. I'm still going to say it again, that string attached to the back of your heel up to your hip, just pulling your leg up very effortlessly. It's your hamstring that's actually doing the majority of that work. And then you're landing on the front of your foot using that shock absorber. The next thing that you would be doing is you would just from your hips slightly fall forward and increase the cadence of your feet. So you're moving your feet almost as quickly as you can without wearing yourself out. What that does is it allows you to have a faster turnover. And if you have a faster turnover, it's actually easier on your body than if you were to take really big strides and have your body hit the ground really hard. So that's going to be harder on your body. So you want to have a nice quick turnover and then you want to just lean, leading with your hips and let your body fall. So gravity is what's going to take you into doing this running correctly. If you're pushing off, you're going to run out of energy before you know it. And also it makes it easier for you to have injuries. You're really, you're only job here is to really be falling and picking your feet up off the ground. That is the idea. Okay. And then you want to hold that very nice posture the whole time. That's why it's super important to practice that posture during the day. Because if you're going to go out for, let's say a five mile run or an hour long run or whatever, you're going to have to hold that posture the whole hour long. So if you're the type of person that whenever you stand up, you're, you're leaning to the side or you're, you know, crossing your arms, hunching your shoulders forward, you're going to be in a bad position or it's going to be hard for you to be in a good position when you're actually out running because you're not training yourself to even be in that position for very long. Does that make sense? So you want to be practicing having good posture with the good stance that you would be using when you would be running. You're, and if you have any kind of shoulder pain, back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, hip pain, anything like that, just standing better is going to help with it. And we that's not even including running. If you start doing having those bad postures while you're running, then you're going to throw your body in front of the train essentially. So you want to make sure that you're very careful with that. All right. So literally the difference between someone that's going to go out and run a hundred mile race and someone who's going to go out and do an Olympic level sprint 
should should be the, just the angle at which their body is falling. And you can go and look at pictures online. Um, I'll even post some pictures on this blog post if you want to go and check it out at allaroundjoe.com slash 49. Yes, we're almost halfway to 100. We're at 49, so allaroundjoe.com slash 49. I'll post some pictures of some athletes, and you can see the difference in their lean and how it's just increased if you're running much faster or shorter distances or doing a sprint rather than a marathon. So all you have to do is continue to keep your body in that position. That's why if you're if you're learning pose or the pose training method, um, they talk about hitting the pose position because you're just going from one pose position to the other pose position, and that's all you're doing the whole time. Pose, 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 right? And it's taking you in from one good posture to another good posture. So it's pretty that pretty much that simple. The other thing you're going to want to make sure and do is, or know about, I should say, is that if you are the type of runner that's used to striking your heels or heel first, let's call you a Nike runner, um, it could feel like your calves are getting extra tight when you're going out on these runs and they're staying tight like that. And that's totally normal because if you've been going out running around on your heels, for a long time, your calves are pretty much turned off. And then you go out and do a run per correctly, they've been turned on full force and probably have some inflammation there, which is normal. You know, you could ice those guys, give them some time, massage them, use lacrosse ball foam roller on them a lot in, in order to get them really moving and keeping them from adhering. Um, it, the two calf muscles down there are it's common for them to get stuck together because of how they are, they run over each other. So you want to make sure that you're working lacrosse balls on your heel, on your ankles, uh, all the way up your calves to make sure that you're keeping that nice mobile positioning and fluid movement of the muscles over each other. So just know that that could totally happen. It's normal. Almost everybody that I feel like goes from heel striking to toe, or I should say pose running to using your calves as the shock absorber has this issue. Sounds like one of my neighbor's uh, babies decided to start crying. So if you hear that, sorry. Uh, we're almost done here. We're just getting wrapped up. So make sure that when you're doing that, you're not overtraining. I know it's very common for runners to overtrain, but running, believe me, even on running 50 mile ultra marathons, you know, less is more. So more quality time and you don't need to really pound that volume and if you feel like you have something that's not quite feeling right make sure that you get it taken care of because it can take a long time to get back in the swing of things from an injury and i hate to hear about people that are getting running injuries because man it can set them back for quite a while so be smart about it take time off when you need it use the ice use the massage use the rollers Use this stretching. Really, really don't let your body just keep pushing. Trust me, I know pushing, pushing, pushing is not the way to do it. You'll run your body down. But there's no reason you have to. Just listen to your body and move forward. Cool, guys. That was just on if you implement these things, how to keeping your body in that good posture as you're running, picking your heels up towards your hips as if they were being pulled on a string and then falling forward with, again, that perfect posture, 
you are going to make running way less painful. Then you're only going to be dealing, dealing with some lactic acid buildup and having to breathe hard, which, gosh, that's the easy part. So make sure that you're doing this correctly. Don't hurt your joints. If you want more information, you can check out the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 49. I'll be sure and post some pictures, some videos there so that you have an idea of what we're talking about. If you're not getting me over the audio wavelengths, which I hope you are, but you never know. And don't forget to check out the Zuda Coconut Oil review. You want to get some good coconut oil in your body, coconut superfood, go over to allaroundjoe.com slash coconut oil. And I always forget to do this, but if you guys you know want to follow me on social media, I am all over that on a daily basis. Uh, I love interacting with you guys. You can follow me on Twitter at Joe underscore Bauer, spelled B-A-U-E-R, or just about anywhere else on you know Facebook, Instagram, uh, all that at All Around Joe. So I look forward to hearing from you guys, and remember. The All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. I will see you on the next podcast.